Welcome everyone to another episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast, where we review streaming service films with their unqualified opinions. I'm your host, Jason, with my co-host and father, Marvin. How's everybody doing? This week, we're going to go over Sony's Venom, Let There Be Carnage, a sequel that probably did not need to be made. Definitely. Definitely not. But before we get started, we're going to have some news we're going to talk about and some probably, probably some other stuff. Some video game news. I got some football news and some movie news. You ready? Let's do it. All right. So Disney and Scarlett Johansson have finally settled their lawsuit. Okay, uh, so what, what's up? No details have been released. However, that both both parties are excited to work together on future projects. So she's going to be back in the fold then? I don't know if she's going to be back. Maybe some what if or something? Maybe, but uh, I do think she has another movie coming out with Disney that isn't MCU related. Gotcha. But she might come back MCU related. I don't see why she won it. Uh, season two of What If got confirmed already. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't it, you know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's going so well. Uh, speaking of what if, my theory was correct. And not my theory. Theory I read online. Culmination of other theories. But you told me it, was, I, it wasn't going to happen, and it happened. So we got one more episode of what if, right? Come out in a couple of days, and uh, hopefully it all goes well. Have you been watching Star Wars Visions at all? I watched the first episode, mm-hmm. and it was underwhelming, I would say. Right. Uh, I so, mean, it's artistic. Let's yeah. not get it, you know, get it wrong. It's very artistic, but it's not for me so far. Yeah, it, it's not for me at all. I'm not a big fan of it at in the slightest. So video game news. Uh, this week, Nintendo Switch is releasing their new OLED Switch. Have you seen this? So there's a new Switch? Uh, it's like a... I think it's just an updated version. With More updated resolution and graph, not graphics. Screen. Screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with that, they are releasing the N64 and Genesis games yes. to their virtual console. Genesis? Genesis and N64. I knew 64 was coming out. Yes. Oh, wow. Some Altered Beast and stuff like that? Uh, Some Sonic? Let's see. I'm looking it up. So, ba 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 ba. Here we go. So as far as N64 games go, we're looking at, but sorry, that's they have two expansions coming out for it. So the first expansion, you got Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Ocarina of Time, Lilat Wars, Yoshi Story, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario, Operation Windback, and Sin and Punishment. Then they have a second expansion, which is going to put in Banjo-Kazooie, Majora's Mask, Kirby, Pokemon Snap, Paper Mario, and F-Zero. Dang. X. No Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. No Conquer's Bad Fur or Day. Or WWE No Mercy. No. And I'm looking here. Shit, they're not, they didn't list the Genesis games on here. Uh, let's see if I can find those Genesis games. But, without a doubt, Genesis is part of the expansion as well. Oh, that's cool, man. Heck here we yeah. go. Sega games. Got Castlevania Bloodlines. Got Contra B- Hardcore. Uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> Eco the Dolphin. That's like one of my all-time favorite games. Equal the Dolphins, one of your favorite? All, one of my all-time. Oh, my. Time. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. <laughs> that game, I never beat it, uh, it was, No one ever beat it. It's hard. But it was fun. For, <laughs> and the graphics for its time were probably the, the okay, best. Okay, the graphics first. It's more like that. It, it took an image of a dolphin and made it move. It wasn't so much they made it 8-bit or 16-bit, right? They just took an image of a dolphin and made it move on the... It, it was... No, it was a bit. It was okay. I don't was think it was. Li- I don't think it was a bit. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was good. Yeah. You got Musha, Gunstar Heroes. That's a good, awesome game too. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Star Four, 
Rise Star, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage, and Strider. Streets of Rage, hell to the end. Uh, these are the only games reviewed so far, and then they're going to be continued expansions. Yeah. Kind of like what they did for the NES and Super NES. Yeah. I have been waiting for the N64 stuff to hit the Switch since I bought a Switch. I'm going to be honest with ago. you, the ne- games that you just listed, nothing really popped out. Except for... Uh, Ocarina of Time. That's the only one. Yeah. The only game. That's the only game I care about. And that's like my favorite Zelda. I so. might play Mario 64. I was actually having this conversation the other day. Have you played Breath of the Wild yet? Yes. Okay. Breath of the Wild is a better Zelda game than Ocarina of Time. It's the best yes. Zelda game. Oh, yeah. By hands far. down. If not one of the best games of all time. It's, it's, a, it's a huge game and it's... It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's good. Even though... It's the better of the two. I like Ocarina of Time more. Yeah. I can go back to play Ocarina of Time well, a thousand because, times over. Because it's not as overwhelming, you know. True. Because Breath of the Wild is huge and overwhelming. Yeah. Because there's so much that you you can do. I, I had 200, 200 hours in that game, and I don't think I've even scratched the surface yeah, of what that game offers. It's almost like a Witcher game. You yeah. Know, it's huge. But I'd rather play Ocarina of Time. It, it, something about going back to Ocarina of Time just makes me happy. Yes. So I'm excited to play on the Switch finally. I, I've been having to play emulators or whatever else, but excited to go back to it. Yes. I'm very happy about that. Have you heard about the Super Bowl halftime? Yes. Dr. Dre, Eminem. Yeah. Mary uh, J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Snoop, and Kendrick Lamar. And Snoop Dogg. And Snoop, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty all star halftime show. Yeah. How they get all those people? Well, most of them are with Dre. All of them work with Dre. Right. So it was more, we bring on Dr. Dre, and we bring on all these people with them or something. I think Mary Beats J. are going to be sponsored. Yeah, and Super I Bowl. think so, because I think Dre is probably going to be the headliner. Right. And everybody else worked with him, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Is this the first time rap stars have half, uh, fronted the halftime show? No, um, Black Eyed Peas. Are they rap or are they pop? They're rap. Are they? They're hip-hop. Okay, they're hip-hop. Hip-hop. Huh, okay. Yeah. But they wouldn't be considered rappers. But to me, it wasn't to the level of Dre. Right, because they're more the mainstream hip-hop, like what you play, like what kids dance. would play in a it's club like or whatever. dance. Yeah, like, where I'm sure these songs that they're going to perform at the halftime show aren't going to be the extreme songs we've heard from them. No, but they all have had hits that made they it always the radio. Have, yes, they've yeah. always had big hits. Especially Eminem and Dre mm-hmm. and Kendrick Lamar. Those guys can really balance mm-hmm. on it. Uh, I'd be excited to see this halftime show. What was last year's show? Exactly. I don't. <laughs> oh, it was The weekend. Oh, his was okay. Yeah. His was okay. The year before that was Shakira. I can't tell you who was before that. Yeah, I can't. Um, there have been some underwhelming ones. Y- yeah, The Who. Yeah. What? The, the who, who did? I don't even remember that one. Yep. Uh, when did the Who? The Who Super Bowl halftime show. What year was that? I mean, the last memorable one that I can think of before all of that mm-hmm. was Janet Jackson. I'm just saying. The, the, the Justin Timberlake one? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like 2000. And, it was 2010. So Super Bowl, whatever XLIV is. Has Mariah Carey ever done it? I could, couldn't tell you. Oh, this is the Saints Colts one. When the Saints whooped the Colts' ass. Who'd you say, Mariah Carey? Yeah. I doubt it. 
I mean, she's actually. She might have actually done it. Like, probably one of the biggest names. She did the Star Spangled Banner at the 2002 Super Bowl. But that's it? That's what it looks like. Mm. I mean, they've had Beyonce, and to, to me, Mariah's bigger than Beyonce, so. You think Mariah Carey Mariah Carey's is bigger had than way Beyonce. more hits than Beyonce. Yes, she has. Look it up. That's You're why she crazy. has an album called Number Ones. The whole album is number one hits. You're insane. You are insane for saying that Beyonce is better than Mariah in her. Right. You're insane. I think you lived a what if story or something. No. What if Mariah Carey was worth a damn? <laughs> Mariah. At one time, was the biggest, and I think her music it will endure longer than Beyonce's ever will. I'm speechless because you're just insane. I think I need to have you. I don't think you know how to listen to music. I think you need to be admitted to us. Whatever, insane asylum or something. Some something's crazy there. Mm. Uh, okay, so have you? Movies are back. They're coming back big. Shang Chi showed that, and this week Venom came out. We mm. went and saw that this weekend. And it actually outperformed Shang-Chi. It, on opening weekend. Yes. Yes. Opening weekend. Um, yeah, it broke pandemic records so far. Uh, however, James Bond, No Time to Die internationally, I think just came out last week or the week before, and they've already hit 120 mil. I thought it was just this weekend. It might have been just the same weekend Venom came out. Mm-hmm. But 120 mil internationally, so worldwide. That isn't including the domestic numbers we're about to get next week. So yeah. it's... No Time to Die is probably going to break that bank. And that's pretty cool if you think about it, Jason. You're going to have Shang-Chi, yep. Venom, yep. and James Bond in the theaters all together. Yes. And that's pretty good if you think about it. Yeah. It's and almost then, like... You got a phone call normal. there? Another spam? No. Oh. Yeah. That's all. We're not answering it. Uh, but we have, to, we have to pay Disney now. For that music that you just played on the podcast. <laughs> so I might have to edit that out. I probably won't. Uh, but I think other movies. I mean, Eternals is coming out soon. I'm tripping up. You need us to pause this for a bit? Yes. Okay, we're going to have to take a quick break. All right. Sorry, everyone, about that quick break we had there. It seemed like a millisecond to you guys. Uh, I totally forgot where we were on topic for, though. But do you remember at all? We probably should have listened to the last 10 seconds of this before we did that. But regardless. A lot of movies. I didn't know what I was doing. It, I I was looking up what other movies were coming to theaters soon, right? Because we have No Time to Die next week. Halloween Kills is one of them. Dune. That's the one I was thinking about. Dune comes to theaters in just a couple weeks. That's what I want. That see. one doesn't appeal to me. It never has. I like the original Dune. I mean, I've never read the books. I never. Just it doesn't do anything for me. Right. And then, uh, let's see here. Well, there's a few other things coming out, but our local movie theaters didn't all... What's with all the anime they've been playing lately? Like, old anime from, like, the 90s and early 2000s. Well, it's anniversaries and stuff. Yeah. Rocky Four is coming to the our local movie theater in November. It's the anniversary, anniversary. of Rocky Four. But it's not even that good, so... Rocky Four is the best one. Shut the hell up. Oh, no, Rocky Four, Four, Four. You think I meant Five? Yeah, five sucks. No, no five does Four suck. is good, yeah. Oh, that's man. the one where he fought um, Drago. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a good one. I almost told you to leave my house. I was like, you are. Yeah, but it, it's not the anniversary of that because it happened during the Cold War. Right. It, it, it would not have come out in 91. 
Did it happen during? It came out in '85, so it'd yeah. be the 26 year anniversary. That's weird. They're probably just playing it. Yeah. Who cares? They're just playing it. Okay. So with that, I have no other news. Do you have anything you found or want to contribute? Um. Probably don't. No. The just that there is another oil spill. Yes, off the coast of California. Off the coast of California, um, which of course is going to affect people, you know, that reside in that area, and maybe some shipping. I mean, I don't know how that works, but I, I couldn't even tell you. Do we ship stuff across the Pacific, like yeah. deadline across? Where I mean, I do- I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. I don't know the routes or anything. I right. wonder if I can Google shipping routes. <laughs> so. The specific ocean. Yeah, I. Yeah, we definitely do. Well, yeah, I mean, how we go through Hawaii and our, you know, right, our states and stuff. Quite a bit goes through Hawaii. Uh, I was thinking they more follow the curve, more towards Alaska than down, and they do. So, yeah. Oh, I know another movie you forgot to mention was that Soprano prequel. Uh, okay, so the Saints of New Newark. Right. Yes. The Bloody Saints of Newark or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't remember what it's called. Is that gonna be any good though? Like any big? Because uh, that came out already, right? Yeah, you would think that that would just be like the an many HBO Saints exclusive of or something. Yeah, you would, with Sopranos being an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, yeah, I. I don't know what to really think of this prequel. Uh, so far it's done five mil opening, uh, seven and a half mil worldwide. But I don't know what the budget is. I don't feel like doing a thing on this because I'd have to get re caught up on The Sopranos, which would take fucking forever. Yeah. How long have that? you ever even watched all of them? Because I have. I haven't watched it all the way through. Yeah. It's like eight seasons. Oh. I don't know how many seasons it is. It was quite a bit. It had a fifty mil budget, so they're probably not gonna make their money back. Yeah, the only other news six is seasons. Just they had six seasons. Dog the Bounty Hunter claims that he's zeroing in on, on uh, the laundry that what's his say laundry or whatever the guy is. The dude that, that killed his girlfriend. That killed his girlfriend. His fiance at like a hiking thing. Yeah, or so something. Dog the Bounty Hunter teamed up with the police, and he's, you know, it's like a big thing for him. Right. And I think they're filming it as they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So. I forgot James Gandolfini died. Mm-hmm. Tony Soprano himself. Totally forgot that he died a, a while ago now. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that though, I hope they catch that dude. He's probably already killed himself or something. He's dead somewhere. But regardless, we've talked about that case before, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast has heard this case already in the United States. Uh, it's, it's, it's big news, right? Yeah. Ha- I'm only mentioning it because Dog the Bounty Hunter is involved. So. Right. Yeah. Crazy that guy could think he can come home from a trip without his fiance mm-hmm. and nobody would ask any questions. What an idiot. That, watch like Law and Order. You can figure out how to kill someone and get away with it. <laughs> how to get away with murder. Uh, how to make, make it a murder. Right? All those shows. Come on. Be smart, people. Yeah. Be smart in how you do stuff. But don't kill anybody. I'm not, good... I'm, not, I'm not endorsing killing oh, yeah, people. I was gonna say... But if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Don't have a connection to them. Don't tell anyone about it. All right. See, you're scaring me here. 
because I watch a, TV and I pick up on what I watch. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, just be a good person and and don't even think about killing anybody. But bitches be tripping. Or, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Let's, okay. Let's go on. <laughs> uh, so Venom Two, uh, budget of 110 mil, significantly larger than the last budget, uh, but a shorter movie. Yes, I was surprised, but I'm actually happy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie had a runtime. Of an hour and 30 minutes, including full credits. So it was quite short. Uh, like maybe an hour and 23 minutes or something. Uh, and so far has made 90 mil domestically in the box office. It had the biggest opening weekend since it began, began the pandemic. So that's including Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, I'm sorry, and Tenet. Those are probably the big three movies. And then the the boat one. The, the boat one? The Rock's... Uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, yeah. Did that do well in the box office? I thought office? it did. I heard it, it might have. It had got good reviews. It might. I have. I have yet to see it yet. Yeah. Uh, I think because it cost thirty bucks on Disney Plus. <laughs> now just wait for it to go free. So, short runtime. It is a continuation of their last Venom movie, which critically did not do very well. Um, I think a lot of the audience liked it. So, but I did not. I hated the first one. I was reluctant to go see this one. Yeah. But here I am talking about it for this podcast. So, the plot. What do you think happened? <sighs> um, the plot. Yes. Very short was Venom's offspring. Yeah. Real uh, quick, Rotten Tomatoes. Audience gave it an eighty-five. Give it an eighty-five. Yeah. But the audience are are stupid. So <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Normally it's the other way around, but uh, no. Uh, Venom's a symbiote. I mean, he is a symbiote, so he had an offspring. Yeah, his offspring merged with a serial killer. Yep. And the whole story was bringing him down. Who was Carnage? Yes, you know? and so Carnage is a red a red symbiote, which are more powerful symbiotes. Uh, in the comics, I think because they're more rageful. Well, no, it's nothing about color. In the comics, what makes the symbiote more powerful is each generation is more powerful than the one before. That is also true. And um, yes, so. But but um, this, they were saying that he's red. They made it a point to speak on his color. I'm pretty sure in the comics, yeah, uh, you're shaking your head no. I think I'm going to prove you wrong after, after we're done recording here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a red symbiote. And the comics is more powerful than a black or a gray one. No, the only reason why Carnage is more powerful in the comics was because um, they Cassidy, the the serial killer, and Carnage, this Carnage symbiote, uh huh, they merge, but they merge within their cells, and right, and they were uh, more connected than any other symbiote. So they were more powerful. One for because he was Venom's kid offspring. Yep. Two. Because Cassidy's a crazed killer, and three because they had that, they needed each other, so both of them became pretty much immortal, um, mm-hmm. because of that. Like Cassidy does in the comics doesn't even have to have the symbiote attached to him; the symbiote will always come and protect him and save him uh-huh. no matter what. So, so, and this the origin of the Carnage is he sim- he form. He hosts himself to Cletus Cassidy, a serial mm-hmm. killer, uh, in kind of the same fashion as the comics, in a way. 
So, uh, yes, in a way, because yeah. when a symbiote feels threatened, they create an offspring. And in the comics, Eddie Brock shared a cell with Cletus Cassidy, and that was how their connection formed. And when he felt threatened, he made an offspring that became Carnage, went to Cletus, blah, 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 blah. And this, uh, so Eddie Brock is a reporter who apparently no one wants to hire anymore. Yeah. And for some reason, Cletus Cassidy wants his life story out, which is a common thing serial killers do. So he reached out to Eddie Brock and formed this kind of relationship with, in a way, I guess. And when him and Eddie get into like a little spat, he bites Eddie. Venom freaks out, creates an offspring by accident that then becomes carnage. Well, it wasn't a freak out. He bit him. Yes. And drew blood that went into his bloodstream. Yeah. And, and he took a chunk of the symbiote into his Into body. his bloodstream, yeah. yeah. And so that created carnage. Yeah. Uh, but what I didn't quite care for is how this, this movie rushes everything about it. It rushed Cletus Cassidy's relationship with one of uh, Spider-Man villain Shriek. It rushed yes. uh, the whole Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy forming a friendship relationship thing. Uh, it shows Eddie Brock make his way back up to the top as a reporter, but it does not like 20 seconds. It rushed all the way through the story of Carnage wanting to kill Venom, and then this 15-minute boss fight, or like 15-second boss fight they had. And then it rushed through the ending. It yeah. rushes through everything. This movie rushes. Yeah. Granted, we said already, hour and 23 minutes. So this movie went very quick. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to nitpick in an hour and 23 minute movie. Well, and, and, but, and you're right. It, it rushed through everything. everything. So like the beginning, it just reintroduces Eddie Brock yep. and Venom. And then it goes from that to Cassidy... It has a flash. Well, before that, it has, it has flashbacks. They have the flashback of how Cassidy. Well, I think that's how it started. Yeah. Cassidy, flashback of Cassidy, who he is. Uh, yeah, and how he, why he's a seri- why he's in prison. He's a serial killer. How sadistic he really is. Right. He killed his parents and yeah, pretty much killed everything around him. And he had a love interest from Treat. his past who got um Taken. locked away. Yep. And. It rushed through a lot. It rushes through Cletus Cassidy's origin story. Uh-huh. It rushes through a reintroduction of Brock and Venom. Yes. Then at the same time, it rushes through Brock and Cletus's relationship. Then it rushes through Venom and Brock having couples counseling or like couples quarrels. And then it rushes through Cla- Cassidy becoming Carnage. Well, and then it's, they reintroduce Cass- Cassidy and Shriek. Yes. He wants to get married and... So they rushed through all that love interest stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, oh, yes. And the big point was he was, um, Cassidy was supposed to uh, get put on, get executed. Yes. And that's what. And that's what kind of made him mad at Brock. Yes. So, okay. Here's another issue with this movie. We're kind of rushing through a lot here. But Venom is such a great character in the comics because mm-hmm. of his, his story. He, Eddie Brock doesn't like Spider-Man. They're rivaling reporters. Right, so that's what creates that hatred between and Peter Parker. It, yes, and Venom gets... hates Spider-Man because Spider-Man rejected the symbiote, mm-hmm. and so and Venom wants that power back because Spider-Man was super powerful. Because mm-hmm. Venom is only not only he becomes like his host. So Eddie Brock is a strong man, and Tom Hardy's a strong dude. So it was a perfect cast, I think. 
when Venom attaches itself to a strong man like Eddie Brock, he becomes strong and he looks strong. And this, though, he attaches himself to anybody. He looks exactly the same. He doesn't have to attach himself to a strong person. Yeah. Uh, so the whole conflict between Spider-Man and Venom in the comics is that Venom hates Spider-Man, Eddie Brock hates Peter Parker. It's the perfect mix of it all. Mm-hmm. Carnage, on the other hand, is Eddie Brock and Carnage have beef. Venom or Eddie Brock and Helios have beef, and then Venom and Carnage have beef, and that's how their whole system works. And this that doesn't ever happen. There's no reason for any character motivations in this, and it's it's not holded. It's they don't hold true to their source material at all. Well, the only beef is Cletus having feeling. Cletus um, feels he felt dissed by <laughs> Eddie yeah. Brock. Well. So Eddie Brock interviews him. Mm-hmm. Venom takes a look at Cletus's drawings on the wall, mm-hmm. and Venom, because he's super smart, apparently, you know, he solved the murder, or solved murders, you know, based on that. And because he solved the murders, the go- the governor's like, "Well, we don't need Cletus anymore," and they put him to death. Yes. And so Cletus is mad at Brock for putting him there, or putting him on death row, and that's why he hates Brock. He wants Brock dead over that. Well, then you find out. Later, during their boss fight, Cletus is pissed that Brock didn't write about how Cletus was abused as a child. He wrote it one-sided. He, he didn't write, like, the sob story for Cassidy. And then he says, all I wanted was your friendship. That never felt to me. Like there was a friendship. That there was ever, like, that reach for a friendship. Yeah. You're just a psycho that wanted your story in the paper. Yeah, and that's all I got, too. And, Maybe there is something else going on. Maybe there's something going on for years. Because I think this is like two years after the whole thing, right? After the last movie. There may have been stuff going on the last two years. This movie neglected to say any of that. They just kind of rushed. Once again, they rushed through everything. And, okay, and the issue I did have, well, one of my issues was, all right, Cletus Cassidy was put on death row. Yep. But then they were going to kill him instantly. Like right away. Yeah, so he's been in death prison. Death work that fast. Right, he's been in prison for like 20 years, right? They didn't have the death penalty. Oh, keep in mind, this takes place in California. Uh, probably the most progressive state in the nation. They got rid of the death penalty a long time ago. Yeah. They don't do it anymore. Uh, and other issue is that Venom and all this stuff takes place in New York. So the reason they're in California is beyond me. It doesn't make any sense. But regardless, he's in Cali, and he's on he's in prison for multiple homicides, like crazy BTK mani- maniac. They find the bodies, and they rush through it, and they're like, the governor wants him dead. And so they put him on death row. And then fast forward, it's been a week, or at least it feels like it's been a week. This could have been a year, for all I know. Yeah. We just never knew anything. But there's no concept of time moving, though. So None. It, it was just like instant. It was instant, and how you know Eddie Brock is back on top because he has a new motorcycle or something. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I, I hated this movie. Yeah. I hated it. It, didn't and, make, and that's the, it doesn't hold true to the source that's material. The issue. Yeah, that's the issue. I mean, between the two movies, it doesn't explain Venom or, or um, Carnage's look. I mean, it, their look was based off of Spider-Man right. in the comics because Venom was originally attached to Peter Parker. Right. And and he and, and he, he had the powers and he urges for that all the time because yeah. Peter was super strong because he had the spider powers. Yes. So when he 
was rejected by Spider-Man, he's like, I need that power back. So he found a big, strong guy, Eddie Brock, and he's like, well, this guy's plenty strong. I can make this work. And it's just not that way in this. No. Because every time he leaves Eddie Brock's body, he goes on to, like, a normal Joe, and he's still giant Venom. Yeah. That's not how it is in the comics at all. No. He, he takes he the identity that, of his host. Yeah, he wouldn't even have that appearance. Right. That, and that's what my whole beef was. Carnage nor um, Venom should have that appearance uh-huh. if, you, if Spider-Man's not involved in it. Right. That's... Why is Venom... So the fir- first movie... Venom had all the tentacles, he had all the spider kind of powers and mm-hmm. webs and all that stuff. And this, he's just a normal dude most of the time. Every now and then, he like stretches his arm out or whatever, but not very often. Yeah, he, that's most all he th- did. Most time, he's bipedal, two arms, a head, hands, right? Punching and... Punching and kicking. Yeah. Carnage is all over the place. Now, he was... Is that because Carnage is brute power? Anger, rage, is that what it's all about? Letus Cassidy as his host. Yeah. He could just think of sharp things to kill people with. Maybe, yeah. Why is Eddie Brock such a little bitch? (laughs) It's just not true to the source material, and it's very boring. Which, and it's off, it sets you off a little bit. Yeah. Like you, if you do know the source material, it's hard to get into this movie. I think even if you don't know the source material, this movie isn't good. They try to make Venom funny, and he's not funny in this. I, I probably he laughed. did have a few funny qu- uh, quips here and there, but yeah, maybe but a lot of them were reaches. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, and Brock also has this weird. I want to talk about this. There's this weird boss battle at the end where Venom fights Carnage, and Shriek is trying to kill this cop that gives Eddie Brock a hard time all the time. And Shriek wants to kill this cop because the cop shot her like 20 years ago in the eye. And she quote unquote lost her eye, but it looks like it still works. Um, so Shriek is fighting this cop who then she then stabs with like a, a concrete trowel. Yeah. And we talked about it earlier. Symbiotes make other symbiotes whenever they're threatened and they feel they're going to die. They freak out and they make an offspring of themselves. Yeah. And most times they do it by accident. Um, so when Shriek stabs his cop, she kills him. Like she pushes him off the thing. He dies. At the end of the movie, the cop wakes up and he has blue eyes. Yes. Which is who? Toxin. Toxin. Who is the offspring of Carnage. Yes. But Carnage isn't fighting him. So why is, why did he become Toxin? Carnage was nowhere near the battle. Well, at the same time, Shriek, they never, I don't know. They didn't explain how she had powers either. She had a screaming power. Oh, I think they just kind of brushed over that she was born that that way. Black Canary. Oh, I said Black, yeah, yeah, Black Canary. Yeah, you think, she's like Banshee or Black Canary. Uh, Yeah. She has shrieking powers. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, they kind of brush over it. They kind of make it sound like she was born that way and she's always been this way. It, It was... The movie brushed over it because she didn't matter to the story. Yeah. You didn't need her at all. You didn't need this love interest in Cassidy and Shriek. You just didn't need it. All you needed was... Here's what I would like out of this movie. Brock was involved in the first Venom movie, and the cops were always on to him. I wish the cops would have just locked him up. So the movie opens up. Brock is locked up in jail. Venom's in there with them, right? 
and he's serving. He's sharing a cell with Cletus Cassidy. Then at that moment, Cletus attacks Brock, and that's when Carnage is born. That would have made more sense. Would have made it would have held true to the source material, and it would have made more sense. Him and Brock maybe had some spats in prison or something. There was no reason to make Brock a reporter anymore. There was no reason to try and make him this good guy. Um, because Venom. That's what I didn't like about the first movie. Venom isn't a good guy. Venom is self-serving. He, he wants to do things his own way. Yeah. He's, a, he's an anti-hero. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. So, in the first movie, I remember right, he like looked at the skyline of San Francisco, and he was like, this place is so beautiful, I need to protect it. That's not what Venom is about. No. Venom is a murderer. He's... He's hungry all the time for humans, mm-hmm. uh, and he just wants to kill people. Now, he's not a villain like Carnage in the way that he's just going to kill people, kill people, kill people for the fun of it, but this movie didn't get it right. I, I wanted to see more from this movie. Yeah. From this series, really. And the only thing I got was the end credit scene. You yes. want to talk about the end credit scene? That's the only thing worth a damn in this entire movie. Yeah, this whole movie was just... Pretty much everything we said, uh, um, there was... Rushed, lackluster, yeah. did not hold true to the source material. Not a lot of meat to it at all. No, and you, you can't expect a lot of meat for an hour and 20 minute movie. Yeah. Uh, but the end credit scene is, as people may know, No Far, no Way Home is coming out soon, the new Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. where they're going to start branching off into the multiverse. Well, Venom and Brock are hanging out in a hotel off the beach in Malibu, or not Malibu, but like Cancun or something. Yeah. And the merge happens between the multiverse and they wake up in the MCU. And you know that from a news article with J.K. Simmons playing J. Jonah Jameson. And they see Spider-Man. And they see Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yep. And then Venom goes, that's him. Right? I think they're getting somewhere with it. I think they're, remember, the symbiotes have a hive mind. Right? All symbiotes can see each other. They can think each other. They all share it, right? I think when he merged into the new universe, he then merged with that Venom symbiote, um, hive mind, and maybe in this universe, he exists and they can, they see that, right? I I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, in only December, thing worth a damn was that end credit scene. Hopefully in December, we'll see. But it's already looking like that movie's gonna have, like a Andrew crazy Garfield, Tony McGuire. Yeah, a lot of villains. A lot of villains, a lot of heroes. Uh, Ned Beatty is probably going to become Hobgoblin, so he's not going to be his best friend anymore. There's going to be a lot going on in this. Yeah, because the Hobgoblin. Is Ned Beatty. Yeah. Yeah, so Ned is probably going to be the bad guy, or one of the bad guys in this. That'd be interesting. What is it, Ned Leeds? Yeah. I think his name is Ned Leeds in the movie, but in the comics his name is Ned Beatty, I think. Should be Leeds. Is it? Mm-hmm. They might have the same name. Uh, yeah, you right. You right. Yeah. So, uh, interesting to see how this movie's gonna turn. How these series are gonna turn out. They're getting kind of crazy. No, it. I was excited. The end credit happened. I um saw that they were wanting to introduce Venom yeah. to the MCU. It looks promising now. Yeah, it had the same feel to me that. Solo, a Star Wars story had when they showed Darth Maul at the end. Yeah. I hated Solo. I was bored the entire way. Then Darth Maul shows up and I was like all perked up back ready to go. And that's kind of what this movie did to me. Yeah. 
Uh, what else this movie also reminded me of is that Morbius is coming out soon. The Jared oh, vampire yeah. story that takes place in the Mar- Spider-Verse. Not excited for that one. Me neither. Uh, but overall, hated this movie. Hated the first one. I give this one a 1.5. Woo! I hated it. It's I was bored. That, it was, it's not that I was bad. Bored. I would give it a 3 or a 4. It's terrible. I can't believe people are giving it an 85. I can't believe people like these movies. There were people in our theater laughing out loud. But it's because I feel like those are people that are going in. They're going in for the right reasons. They're going in for enjoyment. They're probably not familiar with the source material. Yeah. So to them, it's all good. I hate that. And I hate, I, that I hate the fact that I, sometimes I hate the fact that I know the characters because the movie's ruined to me because I know the characters. But why can't. But if I didn't know the characters, right. then I probably would maybe like this movie better. I mean. That's so, the only thing I can say. So fine, they don't like the, they don't follow the characters, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to get the plot is pretty horrible. Yeah, it's not just the characters; and it's it the was, plot. And it went by fast. Yeah, they rushed it. So a lot of it I hate is because of the sort, the lack of the source material being followed. But it's also just not that; it's just a bad movie. Yeah, I honestly just didn't think it was a good. movie. Overall, it is a bad movie. So, with that, are you ready to end today's episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. We're going to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tell your friends and family. Uh, do us a favor and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Pod or email us at recreationalcritics at gmail.com. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye.